Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'll tell you what, folks, it's either feast or famine around here. I'm either like, I can barely put enough stories together to do a show, or like this week, unless we want to be here for an hour or so, some of these, I'm just going to have to kick down the road a couple days, or just not do them at all, and I got a doozy of a smoking gun story. And not to tease you folks, but I think we're going to have to, we're going to need to spend some quality time with that one, if you know what I mean. And if you don't know what I mean, you will soon enough, or probably later in the week. And just a couple of tidbits before we jump into things. Just some things I saw in passing, kind of follow up to stories we've had but not worth really getting into. So first off, and I saw this on IMDb, and this is for all you queens into watching this sort of fluff, but Heartstopper Season 2, that's coming out in a couple of months, that'll premiere on Thursday, August 3rd. And even though Season 1 is in my queue, I don't think I'm ever going to watch that one. Like I want to see a couple of young gabies in love. No. Been there, done that. And for those of you who need reminding, Heartstopper, that's the one with that whiny bisexual, beefy teenager, Kit Connor. Him out there with his little boy head, his baby face. And his adult body, him whining. Oh, there's not enough bisexual representation in television. Like anyone cares about bisexuals to begin with. And what do I always say about bisexual men? This one included. They're really gay. They're just easing into it a bit. And if he's not insufferable enough with him crying about bisexual representation, him basically demanding that people keep giving him acting roles because we need more bisexuals on television, which we don't. Heartstopper Season 2, that also has Bradley Riches in it, who's autistic in real life, and he likes to run around whining about Only autistic people playing autistic characters whining about autistic representation in television. So another one, keep giving me jobs or I'm going to call you a bigot. 
And no, folks, still no word about Bradley's character being autistic, which means it probably isn't the case. Because over at Netflix, they would have been bragging about that nonstop. Oh, look how wonderful we are. Showcasing autistic actors playing autistic roles. But they've been radio silent on that one. And yes, folks, it's perfectly okay for an autistic actor to play a non-autistic character. The double standard, as always, is alive and well. Speaking of upcoming releases, though, and speaking of Twinkie Boys, and I have to say, I can't believe they managed to pull this off this quickly. When I saw on YouTube a teaser trailer for Dune 2, which is apparently coming out on November 3rd, and that stars Timothy Chalamet and his 10-year-old boy body. And we talked about this a few years back now when the first one was released. We caught it on HBO Max. But when they released the first one, they hadn't even greenlit part two. They dropped the first one without having done anything on part two, at least from what I saw in the news. And I'm not even going to mention how annoying it was. Okay, I guess I am going to mention it. But it was damn annoying watching Dune, not knowing that it was only half the movie. The damn thing was like, God knows how many hours long. But we're watching it. And after maybe an hour and a half or so, that's when I figured out there's no way in hell they're going to wrap this puppy up. This damn thing is going to have a sequel. But anyway, them cranking out part two like this to get approval to move forward to have this thing ready to go within two years. I need to look up what the budget for this thing was. For them to ramp up like that on a production like this, this isn't some silly little indie film. But to get this done and ready to go in about two years, that had to have required shoveling huge amounts of money to buy the ability to do that That's a lot of moving parts. It's clearly doable, but you got to have piles and piles and piles of Benjamins to pull that off. I mean, look what James Cameron's doing with Avatar. These new Avatar sequels. He's shooting them all relatively back to back to back. Two is out already. Last I saw, three is already done. They've already filmed a good bit of four. And the cast already has their hands on the script for the fifth one. Train just keeps moving down the tracks. They're not stopping until the rap party on the fifth film. And for all you Kevin Spacey chicken hawk types, all you Lincoln Project employees, and all you tween girls out there, I have no idea if... Timothée Chalamet 
if his 10-year-old boy body makes an appearance in Dune 2, I would assume yes. As much as that's going to make me throw up in my mouth a bit, I will never understand why anyone would want to see Timothée Chalamet shirtless. Guys in his, what, mid to late 20s? But he has the body of a 10-year-old boy. We used to say 12-year-old boy, but we had to downgrade it. He's not even that developed. Now, I know how some of you queens are. You like the skinny Twinkie boys. You like the emaciated little Twinkie boys. I just, that is not my thing. Like I always tell the horny high school teachers out there, never, ever, ever, ever get a boy to do a man's job. Or in this case, get a man that looks like a boy to do a man's job. But if that's what floats your boat, Timothée Chalamet and his 10-year-old boy body, you have fun getting off to that. So let's just go ahead and jump into things, folks. And this first one is from Entertainment Weekly. Non-binary Yellow Jackets star Liv Hewson opts out of Emmy race. There's no space for me. Houston cited the Television Academy's gender categories for the decision. Oh, how stunning and brave. No, I have heard of Yellow Jackets, but no idea what it's about or anything. It has a, there's a bit of buzz about it. It's on Showtime. But I'm like, my cues are big enough. Between all the different streaming services I have, my cues are big enough. I'm certainly not going to bother with this one, especially after this, this little fit of peak she's having. So Liv Hewson, and I have no idea who this dopey chick even is. I've never even heard of her before this article. I had no idea she existed before now. But I guess in her head, she thinks she's the big dog in town or something. And so she comes out, announces that because she's a heterosexual with a personality disorder, that she's non-binary. And no, folks, I have no idea what her super special pain-in-the-ass pronouns are. But because she has to copy everyone else and play made-up gender identity, and because the Emmy Awards, they only have actor and actress categories, they don't have a pretend gender category, she doesn't want to be submitted for consideration to win an Emmy. And this is what she told Variety. There's not a place for me in the acting categories. It would be inaccurate for me to submit myself as an actress. It neither makes sense for me to be lumped in with the boys. It's quite straightforward and not that loaded. I can't submit myself for this because there's no space for me. 
Oh, poor princess. Which to me is like, that be like me coming onto this podcast and announcing because of whatever that I'm taking myself out of the running for whatever the hell podcasting award shows are out there. And I'm sure there are a bunch of them. If it's one thing the entertainment industry knows how to do, it's hand out awards like candy on Halloween. But her taking herself out of Emmy consideration, that'd be like me taking myself out of podcasting award consideration. People be like, Miller who? Exactly. I know my place in the grand scheme of things, folks. But the same thing applies here with Liv. Like the Emmys are going to worry one iota about her and her made-up gender identity. No. Liv, outside the cast and crew of Yellow Jackets, outside of your poor beleaguered family, bless their hearts having to put up with you, Liv, I'm willing to bet no one cares about who you are, princess. Even if they made up a a weird-ass gender acting category, I'm willing to bet you are never, ever, ever, ever going to win an Emmy anyway. So go. Go take all your toys and stomp home. No one gives a damn. The egos on these people, these weirdo non-binary types, them and the transgenders, these men tucking in their penises and declaring themselves female, they all want to play Alice in Wonderland, pretend gender identity, or pretend other gender because of their own emotional issues because of their own insecurities and they demand that everyone else play along with it. But you know what? No. Just no. And for Christmas sake, Liv and all you other needy brats out there, grow up. It's beyond boring already. Just another insufferable little douchebag trying to make everything all about you, which it isn't, nor will it ever be. This one's for you, white boy Malcolm X. Since I haven't given you any ginger stories in a while, and please don't start masturbating over there. No defiling yourself as I'm going through this. So calm down over there, and here you go. And it's from Boston.com. Patriots Insider. Bill Belichick will not trade Ginger Mac Jones. Won't draft a quarterback in first round of 2023 NFL draft. Ginger Mac Jones will be here, and the Patriots will not draft a quarterback. Not that you watch football, princess, but just in case your sweet little ginger quarterback, Ginger Mac Jones, 
is staying put, at least for another year. This thing with him, though, is he staying or is he going? This is the kind of silly high school drama that makes me laugh at the sports media. They're almost as vapid as the vapid gay media. They're almost as bad as the entertainment media. It truly is. High school never ends with a gossip and palace intrigue. And they've got this other young quarterback. The New England Patriots have this other stud quarterback. Bailey Zap, Zappy. I don't know how to pronounce this kid's name. Z-A-P-P-E. We'll just call him Zap Zappy. But Bailey here, I guess he played some last season. Ginger Mac Jones was out with an injury or something. And I guess this kid did okay. And Bailey here, he's been pretty open about it. If he can shiv Ginger Mac Jones, push him out as starting quarterback, he'd do it without hesitation. And the sports media here in Boston, that gossipy high school mean girls click here in Boston, they are reveling in the drama. The rivalry between these two little stud quarterbacks that they have here in Boston, oh, isn't this so exciting to watch these two compete for the top job? Not really, princess. It's just a bunch of guys running a ball down a field. In the grand scheme of things, in the grand scheme of life, not worth much of anything. But if he were to ever try something like that, Bailey Zap Zappy here, he tries to take out Ginger Mac Jones. Folks, we all know what's going to happen here. White boy Malcolm X, he will drive down to Foxborough, pull a Tanya Harding, Jeff Galuli routine. He'll do that all by himself. That queen... He'll enjoy playing both roles. And he'll take a pipe to this kid's knee or something. Take him out of contention. No one is going to mess with Ginger Mac Jones. Not if he has anything to say about it. So look out, Bailey Zap Zappy. You can titillate the vapid sports media here in Boston with your silly play on Ginger Mac Jones's position. But you're replacing Ginger Mac Jones? Not happening, princess. So don't even try. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And here's another sports story. And this one's from OutKick. Martina Navratilova slams Leah Thomas for saying feminists are transphobes. See, I told you folks, lesbians are the adults in the tribe. Are lovable. Oh, so lovable. Star Wars bar of a tribe. Lesbians have way more common sense than the rest of us put together. And Martina here, she's dead on with this one. Leah, who's that pretend woman who competes in women's swimming, cleaned up in a couple of races there, sucked at it as a man, but she tucks in her penis, declares herself a woman, And of course, the woke NCAA, having bent the knee to our new gender identity overlords, they were like, oh, sure. Come on in, princess. Swim with the women all you want. And then they bullied all the real women, the ones who swam beside her, to act like a Stepford wife, put on a fake smile, pretend everything was normal, Or else, and I was almost willing to give her the benefit of the doubt, at least until I saw in one news article that Leah still had her penis. Another one, like Dylan Mulvaney, tucks it in and calls it a day. But Leah here, she comes out, and in talking about people, who don't think that trans women should compete with real women. She said, they're like, oh, we respect Leah as a woman, as a trans woman or whatever. We respect her identity. We just don't think it's fair. You can't really have that sort of half support where you're like, oh, I respect her as a woman here, but not here. Which does beg the question, what kind of idiot respects her as a woman? She still has her man meat. Can't even bother to get the hardware upgraded. Get herself a fake hoo-hoo. But we're supposed to respect her as a woman. Okay, princess. If you say so. But thankfully, a lesbian... Again, 
the adults in the tribe. But Martina Navratilova, she came out and she was not having it from this pretend woman and her penis. And so Martina tweeted out, Leah Thomas says her critics using feminism claims to high transphobia. Newsflash, Leah, it's not fair. We shouldn't have to explain it to you over and over. Also, stop explaining feminism to feminists, which is basically the Twitter version of bitch slapping someone and good for her for doing it. Now, I'm sure our new gender identity overlords, they're going to be all kinds of butthurt about it. And I'm sure their handmaidens in the vapid gay media, they'll write a couple of hit pieces about what a bigot Martina is. But she is dead on right with this one. And good for her for speaking up. If anyone is going to effectively push back on all this gender identity nonsense, it'll be the lesbians because they don't take crap from anyone, nor should they. From Tal Road, those girls over at Tal Road, we were not rich. Lance Bass didn't make fortune until after InSync. This queen, and I do remember that, it coming out that their former manager, and I think he also managed the Backstreet Boys. He had a bunch of boy bands under him. But that this guy, Lou Pearlman, he basically stole all the money, had himself, well, at least according to this article, a $300 million Ponzi scheme going on with all these boy bands he had. And he wound up going to jail for fraud back in 2008. And he died in jail back in 2016. But Lance here, he basically walked away from NSYNC. They broke up back in 2002. But he walked away with, well, not much. Article doesn't say, but I'm sure it wasn't much if Lou stole most of it. And I'm sure if you're like a young kid or something, basking in the spotlight like they did back then, I'm sure he probably spent a good bit of what he had. But apparently, Lance is now doing just fine. He owns two production companies and has ventured into, whatever the hell that means, acting and presenting ventured into that probably means he'll take whatever garbage role they throw at him hey Lance we have this sassy gay barista role for a Jennifer Lopez rom-com you up for a girlfriend and Lance be like oh hell yes sign me up either that or something like hey Lance You want to be the presenter at the Miss Western Louisiana Alligator Queen Beauty Pageant and Monster Truck Show? And again from Lance. Oh, hell yes. 
sign me up for that twice. That's what I think they mean by ventured into. So he's still a D-list queen. You know what I think this is, though, white boy Malcolm X? What I think is going on here, Lance Bass coming out, publicly humble bragging about how rich he is now. How old is that queen again? He's got to be. Well, here it is. I knew it was in here somewhere. He's 43. But this has got to be, if I had to guess, this is Lance's way of announcing to all the young gabies out there, the ones looking for a sugar daddy, hey, girls, I'm here, and I got plenty of Benjamins. Who wants to be my boy toy? Because I'm sure most of the young gabies out there, the ones out looking for a sugar daddy, looking to be another Princess Tom Daly, they look at Lance Bass, and they be like, I am not having an ex-boy band member as a sugar daddy. Especially one that's got no Benjamins. But here's Lance trying to buy away the humiliation some young Gaby might have. Them having a member of InSync as a sugar daddy. At least a member of InSync who isn't Justin Timberlake. But he's going to buy all that away. Because now he's got himself a fortune. Although if you have to run around, brag about how much money you have, you're either lying or deeply insecure. Like some of these gangster rapper types. It's all flashy jewelry and cars. Throwing money around like crystal meth at a gay circuit party. And then, next thing you know, They're filing for bankruptcy. All the money they pretended to have either didn't exist or was borrowed. And Princess Lance here. Oh, I'm so wealthy now. Okay, girlfriend. But bless your heart for needing to go out publicly to announce that. But enjoy that boy toy if that's your goal. And enjoy paying for it too. Speaking of expensive boy toys, and for our last story, how's this from Pink News? Those girls over at Pink News. Daddy Dustin faces trial after assault charge. And to think, we were laughing at this when it happened. Daddy Dustin, who's around our age, I don't think he's quite in his 50s yet. But if he's not, he's damn close to it. But him out, a middle-aged queen, with his little boy toy, Princess Tom Daly. That spoiled little kept boy. That pocket queen in a Speedo. Them out past midnight. And what do I always say about no good comes from being out past midnight. But since Daddy Dustin didn't want to listen to me, wanted to go out, party like it's the mid-90s again. He gets into it with some chick out at a bar, thinks he's the head queen of London or something, because he and his little boy toy 
are gay famous. And he's only gay famous because of his little boy toy. But they get into it. And Daddy Dustin, he tosses a drink in her face. She popped him in the head for it. And now, now he's being charged with the offense of assault by beating. Which to me is just, that's a damn odd charge for throwing a perfectly good cocktail in someone's face. And he's going to trial on August 8th. And you gotta love this. To tell you what a weirdo Daddy Dustin is, he has a spokesperson go out and among all the other blather about respecting the process and whatnot, the spokesperson claims that her popping him on the head left him with a quote-unquote life-altering concussion. So I guess that'll be his defense. Well, yes, I threw the cocktail in her face. But she hit me on the back of the head. I have a life-altering concussion now. I think I have PTSD. She's a big meanie. This is what you get, folks, for having a boy toy. You start to act like a child yourself. He's old enough to not be a a millennial Gen Z kid, but he sure as hell acts like one, acting like a hysterical drama queen, crying on about a concussion, and my joke about him having PTSD, if he's bitching about her popping him on the head, that being a life-altering concussion, what's the bet? He'll roll out having PTSD in the fall when this thing goes to trial. And I can see that queen in August. Him showing up, he'll try to pull like a version of what Harvey Weinstein did when he went to trial. Daddy Dustin here, he'll show up in a wheelchair wearing a thick neck brace, being pushed around by his boy toy. Oh, who are we kidding? Princess Tom isn't going to dirty his hands doing manual labor. They'll have some strapping stud of an orderly to do that. But he'll come in, act like a cripple, moaning in pain because of his pretend concussion. Oh, it's so hard being me. And it's so expensive keeping up a boy toy. I promise I'll never throw a cocktail again. Have I not suffered enough? And he'll probably get off from this. And calm down out there, you queens. That's not what I'm talking about. But he'll probably get out of this. If only because no one wants to hear him whining anymore. Okay, queen. Charges dropped. Please just go back to America and take your dumb boy toy with you. So on that note, since I cannot top this silly middle-aged queen getting into a bar fight in the middle of the night, even if he's whining like a little bitch to try to get himself out of trouble, since I cannot top that, It is time to plug pull this podcast. 
Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this weekend edition of the Miller Frost Podcast. I am your host, Miller Frost, joined as always by my fake black friend, white boy Malcolm X. Have a great rest of your weekend, a good start to your week, and we'll see you back here in a couple of days. In the meantime, take care.